Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. My name is Haas Rauscher. The goal of this podcast is to help men find and fulfill their purpose. I'm going to help them be good, strong leaders, good, strong men, good male role models in their communities. I'm going to do that by having conversations. I'm going to invite guests on. I'm going to ask our guests, what is your purpose? What do you think your purpose ought to be? How did you find that purpose? And what do you do every single day? How do you get up, get after it, and go and fulfill that purpose? Uh, today is going to be episode two of the One Flesh series. Guys, I'm so excited about this series. Uh, we had a super good response to One Flesh episode one where I shared my vows, uh, talked about kind of what vows mean and, and how I was doing with those vows to my wife. Uh, you know, this this series, I promise we're going to get guests on. Uh, it, it's going to be a guest-centered series. We're going to talk about a lot of good marriage topics. I need you to hang on with me, guys. I need you to hold on. We're going through uh, what you might call some growing pains right now with uh, some of the capabilities that we need to have for uh, having guests on some of the uh, the content creation that we're trying to do. We're having, like I said, what you might call growing pains. Um, some of these episodes that we're going to be putting out now are probably just going to be me. They're going to be a little bit shorter. Uh, but we will get we will get back to where we were you know hammering those guest episodes like uh, Mojo, Clint Walker, all of those guys, Ron Holmes. Uh, we will get back to that point. We will, and it, it won't take too terribly long. But in the meantime, uh, you're gonna have to put up with some shorter episodes of just me talking. Uh, you know, it's it's worth exactly what you're paying for it. Take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, you're paying nothing for it. So uh, I would appreciate it if you just. Listen, keep supporting us, keep liking, liking and sharing things on, uh, on Instagram um, and, and help us get through some of these, uh, these growing pains, uh, which really there's only one way that you can do that, and that's by just uh, continuing to support us and follow us and, and listen, when, uh, listen when the episodes come out and then when we really start hammering down, uh, you'll get the content that you really deserve. Uh, so anyway, that's just kind of a little bit of a preface. This is going to be a shorter episode. It's just going to be me talking, but... Um, one thing I did want to talk about uh, today is the importance of finding community and what that does uh, to your marriage. And, you know, me, I, I want to kind of outline two different things here. I, I don't actually have an outline for this episode. Uh, super busy at work today. But um, when I when I had the idea, what I want to kind of outline here is that, you know, different couples... Couples can have different setups as far as extroverted, introverted, and different uh, levels of social skills, social IQ, and uh, the desire to be social, and different types of friends. Uh, I, I think it's incredibly important that once you know man and woman become one and, and you get married, the idea is that I, I think it's really important to find a community of people like yourself, people that like-minded people that believe in the same things that you do, uh, that you can grow with, that you can discuss these hard topics that come up in marriage with. And, you know, we talk a lot about having this band of brothers. Uh, I think specifically back to Mojo's podcast where we talked about uh, having these brothers that you can lean on as men. But what I think a lot of people don't realize is that your women need that too with other women. Uh, your wives need to have a community of women that understand them and respect them. And this is something that I kind of failed on uh, for a little bit that, you know, I'm the social one of our marriage. And instead of maybe, I guess, prescribing things to you, I'll just tell you about my situation. Uh, I'm the social one in our marriage. And that's, that's 
pretty damn easy to see if you know us for uh, any period of time. I'm the social one. I, I'm the one that has all the friends. I'm the one that uh, organizes social events. I'm the one that you know comes home and tells my wife, hey, these people are going to be here this day, this day, this day, and oh yeah, we've got somebody coming over tonight. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. Uh, I'm the social one. I like being social with people. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they need their recharge time, and you know, I don't... I don't understand it. It's not to say that it's wrong, but you know, sometimes people will tell me, "Oh, we're just gonna, you know, chill at the house. We haven't been able to chill at the house in forever, and uh, we kind of just want to be alone and chill." I don't, I don't get that. And maybe once I have a kid, uh, you know, but even people that don't have kids kind of tell me that sometimes, and I just don't understand that. And that's just to kind of give you context of, of where I'm at. Um, I am incredibly, incredibly social. Now, it's not always with the same people. You know, my my buddy Scott. Uh, we like to hang out with Scott. You know, we try to hang out with Scott at least once every two weeks, if not once a week. Uh, but I don't want to hang out with Scott every day. We did that. Scott actually was, you know, lived with us for a little bit. Uh, and Scott and I would get tired of each other occasionally. Uh, I don't always like to hang out with the same people, but I always like to hang out with somebody, uh, you know, and my wife and I, we have our alone time, but we're, we're always hanging out with people. We're always going out with people, uh, always trying to be around people. And I guess I made the, the, the failure that I made was expecting her uh, to conform to I guess my circle of friends and find her own friends within that circle, uh, or find her own friends outside of that circle. Um, it, she, she never really had many friends and not many good friends. And in, you know, even, uh, you know, all of my, uh, a lot, not really all, maybe like one or two of my good, you know, male friends that I've got from college, they have, you know, girlfriends that are really easy to get along with. You know, we'll talk about Scott. We hang out with Scott and Ellie all the time. We absolutely love Ellie. We, we really don't care for Scott all that much. We like to have Ellie over. Uh, we like to have Ellie over a lot. And, you know, we love Ellie and Dylan and Ellie get along perfect, but, uh, you know, they're not going out and getting their nails painted and that's completely fine. They're two completely different people. Um, and, you know, maybe they will, maybe that relationship will develop, but she doesn't have that, or she didn't have that community of other like-minded women, uh, that were like her. And it, you know, what that did is it created this dependency on me in order to give her those things. Uh, when she needed to talk about, uh, sometimes these, these trivial aspects are not really trivial, but something that might seem trivial to me, but that makes a lot of sense to a woman like her. Uh, she didn't really have anybody to talk to about that. Uh, you know, the things that go on in her day that I talk about with my buddies, but I don't really share with her. You know, I don't share engineering problems with her because I've got engineer friends that under understand engineering. And so I go talk engineering with them. Uh, well, she has those same specific, uh, topics and those same specific, um, discussions that she wants to have. She just doesn't have anybody to have them with. So she has them with me. Uh, and you know, me, I'm, I understand a lot what's what's going on, uh, you know, in her life, and you know, sometimes I can I can get with the program and, and understand what she's going on, uh, what's going on at work. Uh, it's a little bit harder for her to do that with some of my project management and engineering stuff, just because she doesn't care. <laughs> um, she has a, she has a hard time uh, understanding a lot of my stuff, so I don't really share a lot of my stuff with her. But when she didn't have that group of women uh, to listen to her and that, that understand what she's going through, she would share a lot of that f with me, and you. You know, I would try to do my best about, uh, try to do my best about, um, listening to her and, uh, interacting with her because she doesn't have anybody to vent to. She doesn't have anybody to talk to. I would do my best, but I'm human and I'm not very good at it. And, uh, my attention span isn't very good when it's something that I'm not exactly interested in. And, you know, that's a failure on my part, but, uh, 
in in combination with getting better at listening to her about these things that um to be honest i I frankly don't care a lot about um in combination with getting better to to listening to that and giving her my time uh and caring about the things that she cares about i i set out to kind of have a mission and i i say it's me it wasn't really me uh it was more her kind of pushing the envelope but i set out to be okay with it and to and to dive in a little bit deeper than what i was and and into finding her a community finding other women that are like her you know she's a different kind of woman you know we see a lot of times in in society where women are are really career driven and uh they want to go have their career and they want to go have mimosas with the girls at, at 10 a.m. And they want to do all of these things that you see on Instagram nowadays. Uh, that's not my wife. That is not my wife. My wife wants to be a mother. She desires to be a mother. She's going to be the best mother that I've ever known. Um, she's she's going to be an amazing mother. Uh, that's what she wants to be. She doesn't want to be some, you know, highfalutin career woman. She doesn't want to go be uh, the BSN or, you know, master's in nursing or whatever the hell that all these women are getting nowadays. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're a woman and you want to do that, that's that's fine. Go, go get yours. I, I understand that. But she's not that. And, you know, a lot of these girls that she was trying to get along with, they are that. And they, they didn't understand her. She didn't understand them. And, you know, a lot of times that created tension, you know, Ellen felt like she was being looked down on sometimes because she didn't want all those things and those career aspirations. And I have those career aspirations. I'm going out and achieving those career things. And all these women that, you know, I'm trying to get her to get along with, they're all doing those career things. Uh, she felt really left out and looked down on and, you know, wanting to be a mother and wanting to do that. It's absolutely not something to look down, look down on. It's, it's the building blocks of our society. And I understood that I was trying to relay that to her, but she just didn't have that support system around her that understood what she was talking about and that valued the same things that she did. And like I said, it created a lot of tension. And so, um, we found a community of people that, get us they get us you know me a little bit less than her um you know but they get us and where did we find that community we found that community at church uh huge thanks to uh Cade Carter we actually go to church with Cade and his wife Katie um you know y'all know me I'm not I'm not super big on the whole religion thing I, I let me let me rephrase that I am a Christian I believe that it's real uh I do believe in religion I think religion is good I absolutely love Sunday school uh I just don't know a lot about it and I don't talk a lot about it on here and you know I'm not the uh the born again Christian that shares it you know everywhere I go and that knows a whole lot about it that's just not me I mean we I didn't go to church from the time that I was you know, 12 on, I went to church for the first time in years, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that's just not me, but you know, she changed her schedule. DLN actually, I, I really do want to commend her because she took a lot of, it took a lot of leadership to do what she did. Uh, you know, maybe she's been listening to Jocko a little bit behind my back or, or cracking open my books, but, uh, she was very indirect about it. Uh, she, she controlled what she controlled instead of forcing me to go to church. Like most women would do to their husbands. Uh, she went and changed her schedule and because, you know, formerly she worked in the morning on Sundays, she changed her schedule and she said, Hey, you know, what do you think? I, I changed my schedule. And I was just really kind of excited because you know, that gives us the opportunity that we might be able to go to church. It wasn't, Hey, I changed my schedule. You're going to church. She was asking. She wanted it to still be my decision. She she still deferred to me for it to be my decision. Uh, and, you know, the, the decision was obvious. I don't have anything better to do on Sunday morning uh, other than turkey hunt. But, you know, 
that doesn't work out very well. Uh, more likely to kill a turkey in the church than I am at any land that I've got to go hunt. So uh, don't really have anything better to do on Sunday morning. And then, like I said, that community of like-minded women and men are there for her. You know, I'm making friends in the church. Uh, she immediately bonded with, you know, a lot of the women that are in there. Um and that's, that's where we found that community. And so uh, I, I just want to stress uh, the absolute importance of finding that community for your wife. And, you know, what happened was uh, she started going to Bible study. Uh, she started, you know, going to other church events. And she found out that all of these women think a lot like her. You know, there are some career women in there. I, I don't, honestly, I don't know. I don't really know a lot of the of the women in there. But uh, I would imagine that the, there are probably some career women in there. But uh, the vast majority of them have kids. And they've got a few kids. And a lot of them are stay-at-home moms. Uh, which is exactly what DLN wants to do. It's exactly the route that DLN wants to go. And we're sitting there, you know, when we're in the sanctuary, we're in a group of, of 2,000 people or so that understand that. They understand what she wants. They understand what I want. They understand the things that we think are true and good. Uh, and they agree with us. And it, it's just been absolutely awesome, uh, especially for our marriage, to, to find that. Um like I said, it's taken a lot of stress off of our marriage because she can go to Bible study and, you know, yuck it up with the women about all the woman things that uh, she used to tell me about that, again, I, I don't really care about, <laughs> to be frank with you. And if anybody, if any dude says that they do, they're lying to you. Uh, now, again, I'm doing my best to care about those things because some of those things are things that I should care about. But a lot of those things are things that again, are relatively trivial. And it's a lot of the stuff that I talk about with my friends. You know, it's it's a lot of the stuff that I discuss with my friends that doesn't really matter a whole lot. That's why I don't bring it up to her. Uh, but she's able to talk about that with those women. She's able to find support with those women instead of solely relying on me uh, to do that and creating some of that tension in the marriage. And it's just been awesome. And, you know, it it kind of reaffirms that, you know, we're on the, on the right path. Uh, it, it shows us that, you know, hey, look at all these successful people that are maybe, you know, five, six, ten years ahead of us that are doing some really, really great things. And, you know, they think just like we do. And they're telling us that we're doing the right things. So maybe, hey, we are actually doing the right things. Uh, it's it's just been awesome. And I've seen a massive improvement in her, uh, I guess, morale maybe, but um, in her attitude and her energy levels. Uh, you know, we, we get around and we go to church. Now she makes me late occasionally and it pisses me off, but we're working on it. <laughs> no, we're, we're working on it. And, you know, the Sunday school is, is absolutely awesome. So they do the prayer request. Uh, you know, we, we she always likes that. Um, they just talk about things that are going on in their life. And it's good. It's it's really, really good for her. And it's good for us. And, you know, I'm sure that, uh, you know, Kate and I are becoming pretty tight, I think. So um, developing even more, you know, male friendships that have that have wives that get it. And I think that's, it, it just seems so important. And I'm having a hard time, uh, coming up with real tangibles, uh, for why it's so important, but it is kind of a new, a, a new development. So give me just a little bit of grace on that. Uh, you know, I think I'll actually approach this with a guest in a little bit more depth later on, but, that's, that's kind of the topic that I wanted to wrap around your head. And, and, and again, especially if, especially if you as the guy are the social one of the group. And a lot of times that doesn't happen with the guys. But for me, 
I am the social, I say of the group, of the marriage. Hopefully it's not a group unless, I guess, you live in Utah. But um, hopefully you're the social one. If you're the social one of the marriage, I, I guess what I'm what I'm trying to do is encourage you to take out and take that step of, of leadership and find a community of women that, that can help support your wife. And I think it's your responsibility, especially if you're the social one. Uh, it is your responsibility to get out there and make sure that the friends that you have around you are also good for your wife. And you know, the dudes that I have that uh, either A, may never have a wife or B, may have a wife that we're not really fond of, um, those dudes are still going to be in my life and they're still going to be my good friends. Uh, and yeah, we'll still hang out with their wives. It's, it's not like we won't, uh, but don't try to force your wife into a box that she doesn't fit in, uh, to hang out with these women that she doesn't really like and that they don't really like her and they don't understand her. Uh, don't do that. And your marriage will suffer because of it, because, you know, people, whether they, whether they're introverted or extroverted, they still need friends. I don't think there's anybody out there that doesn't need a friend. Uh, and your women are, are exactly the same way. And again, you know, I had all the friends. I had all the friends. Uh, they're not her friends, but I had all the friends. And some of those friends had girlfriends, but they just weren't, you know, girlfriends and wives. They just weren't, they didn't understand yelling. They didn't. They weren't her type of people. And, you know, imagine how it feels when, if you're not the social one, uh, or I guess say you are the social one, but say your wife has a few friends that uh, you're not really fond of, that you don't really hang out with, or her friends have boyfriends that you really can't stand. You know, if if you're like me and your wife's uh, your wife's friend has a boyfriend that is a complete and total soy boy with a with a man bun and uh, he's pro-choice, which is just absolutely gross as a, as a man. Uh, you know, it's just like why would you want to hang out with these people? you know, like you don't, that's, that's the thing. You dread game night when you go over to game night. Can you get along? Can you be civil? Yeah. Can you crack a few jokes? Yeah. If you stay away from politics, yeah, that's fine. Uh, you know, they don't understand your lifestyle. Maybe you're a blue collar guy and all of her, all of her friends, husbands, uh, are, are white collar guys. And they're talking about 401ks and, and, uh, you know, stock exchange and crypto and all the shit that you don't care about because you like cars. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the way that you are. There's nothing wrong with the way that your wife is, but you need to make sure that you both have a support system that, uh, of like-minded people and preferably married people. That's another thing is don't, you know, be cautious of having a whole bunch of single friends. Uh, now I don't think it, I'm not going to go the, the super hard line, uh, Christian thought that single friends are, are bad for a marriage. I, I don't, I don't think that's right. And you know, even Christians will go even harder that, you know, you can't have single friends of, of the other, of the other sex. It's just absolutely awful. And it'll kill your marriage every single time. I, I don't believe in that. Uh, you know, some of, of my friends that are women, uh, get along great with dealing and, and they become both of our friends. It's, it's, you know, single friends that are dudes, they get along great with Dylan and, you know, they come over and they third wheel occasionally. Like it, it's fine. Having single friends is okay. Just be cautious of having a ton of them and not having any of those married friends. Uh, we are and have been, uh, in different circles, the mature couple of the group. And, uh, it's just a different life and it's hard to get any sort of meaning out of that out of that friendship sometimes because you don't know what each other are going through. You're not in the same stage of life. Uh, getting married friends that you can talk about the issues uh, with them of, of being married is, is incredibly important. Uh, you know, if your wife, if she likes to go out with the girlies occasionally and, and they're all single, that's, that's fine. But, um, 
make sure that she's around people to get it. Make sure that you're around people that get it. You know, imagine if you were always going and hanging out with your college buddies and they were constantly talking about how much they hate relationships, how much they're never going to get married, how much they can't even imagine having a kid. And then you've got to go home to the wife and kid. Uh, now imagine if she's doing that. Imagine if she's going out to the bar with all these girlies that are single. They're trying to talk to dudes at the bar, stuff like that. You're just putting your wife in a bad position by not giving her other outlets for friends that that understand her. So, um, guys, I, I hope that this is making a little bit of sense. Uh, and, and like I said, if nothing else, it, just the benefits of getting her into a place that uh, that people really, really understand her, that, that don't look down on her for the way that she wants to live. Um it's awesome. And, and let me add on to that. I guess uh, maybe it's a little bit different of a conversation. And we'll have the conversation later. Uh, guys, I don't. How do I put it? Every couple is different. Every couple is different. Okay. We understand this. But there are commonalities. Uh, dudes, we were, especially dudes my age, we grew up in this era of a lot of women wanting to work, wanting to work hard, wanting to make good money. I have nothing wrong with that. Inflation has hit like a ton of bricks. Uh, $80,000 doesn't go near as far as what it used to. So that that job that maybe you're shooting for isn't going to you know feed a family of three on its own. So I guess my point with this is don't get into the trap that I think I fell into of wanting a woman that... Uh, absolutely wants to go have a career and and seeing that number that she could also make on top of your salary and and thinking about how good that might be. Um, Women that just want to be mothers, I promise you will be some of the best wives that, that, that have ever existed. Um, you know, again, once we found this community, these wives and these husbands, they love each other so much and they're, they're, they have really, really good relationships. Uh, and these are, again, these are not these super high achieving, you know, executive class women that, that go and, and make, you know, 60 to 150 to $200,000 a year. Are those women bad? No, I guess what I'm saying is don't look down on the girl that doesn't exactly want to go to college or doesn't exactly want to go make $60,000, $70,000 a year. Uh, what I'm going to say may be a little bit controversial, but you're the man you need to provide. Uh, put your big boy pants on, uh, go learn a skill, go learn a skill that's going to help you provide for a family, uh, provide for that family, spend a lot of time with that family and give your wife the life that she wants. And maybe that's being at home, uh, and taking care and raising your sons, raising your daughters. That, that may be what she wants to do and do not ever look down on that because I promise you, uh, she will be an excellent wife, just like she is going to be an excellent mother. Uh, I've seen that. I've seen dudes fall into that trap of, you know, they, they see this super high, this, this ambitious girl that's got a lot of, uh, got a lot of get after it and, and wants to go, uh, get this really highfalutin job and wants to do all these things. And that is perfect. And I'm not, I know plenty of women, plenty of women that I went to high school with, plenty of women that I grew up around that have those jobs. They are the main providers, uh, and they are still great wives and great mothers. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. That's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is don't look down on the girl that might not want to go to college and go be a nurse and and do all of those things. Don't look down on her because I know plenty of them, uh, and they are some of the best wives and and mothers. Uh, And you know, don't plan on a second salary to provide. uh, Let me put it this way: 
planning on a second salary to provide for your household is a shitty move as a dude. I guess let me put it that way. Planning for that is a shitty move for the dude. Uh, she's going to provide for your, your sons and your daughters. She's going to take care of your sons and your daughters. You do not need to plan on her working. I know that things happen. I know that couples that work, uh, that both work, a lot of them are really happy. I know that they make a lot of money. It may be a key to, to quicker retirement. Maybe once the kids go to school, maybe, yeah, she does work. Don't plan on that, guys. Don't plan on your wife making sixty grand a year and helping you pay the bills. Go learn a skill. Go get good at that skill. Uh, you may go get a degree. Go get good at that degree. And then go make enough money that you can support your wife and your kids. Uh, yeah, that's it, it works. Don't shy away from that. Uh, it doesn't have to be like that, but don't shy away from that. Uh, anyway, guys, that, I think that's all I've got for you. I uh, really appreciate you listening. I hope that some of this makes sense. Uh, maybe it was all gibberish. Maybe it's all coherent or incoherent. Uh, yeah, the opposite of coherent. Maybe it's all incoherent. But uh, shortly, guys, once we get through some of these growing pains, we'll uh, we'll get some people on here to, to talk to you about some of this stuff. We, we really will. I think we're going to have some good guests on, Cade Carter, uh, a, a couple other guys that uh, I don't really want to say their names yet, but that are really going to be able to, to, to help me articulate these things. They've got a little bit more experience on marriage or a little bit different of experience on marriage. And uh, I think it's going to go really well, guys. So I appreciate it. Uh, tune in on Sunday for the regular uh, The Purpose podcast where we talk about men and their purpose and, and how to find and fulfill that purpose and how to get better. So I appreciate it, guys. Catch you later.